What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All Out War. I am Turner, and I am in the studio with Rosie. What's up, brother? What up? <laughs> we have a great episode. This yes, is episode number 149. We have a special guest. Our friend Jessica's back with us. Yes, our friend and yours. In mine, yes. Well, not you, but listen- theirs, the listeners. listeners. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what do you know, man? Hey, did you know that Louis Armstrong- the Is that the guy that went on the moon? Well, none of them went on the moon, but <laughs> not that one. No, that's Neil Armstrong. Neil, oh, that's Neil. Oh, yeah. that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's the. This is the Saxophone trumpet player. player. Yeah, yeah the trumpet, tr- trumpet. Yeah, black guy. Yes. 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 Did you know that he was a? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, he used to sign. He was so obsessed with food and loved food so much. That he always used to sign like his name and stuff like that as red beans and ricely yours. <laughs> yeah. And he, another one of his like letters, like he's signing letters yeah, at yeah. the end of it or soul foodly yours. Soul foodly. Yeah. He also loved Chinese food. Oh. <laughs> and he loved it so much. So this, this is so funny. Um, uh, being from New Orleans. Armstrong's comfort meals were often soul food dishes, but the neighborhood where he grew up had a significant Chinese population. According to some guy, it instilled in him a lifelong affair with Chinese food. (laughs) So much that while on tour in Africa in 1961, Armstrong managed to locate the only Chinese restaurant in Nairobi, (laughs) Kenya. He was so tickled by it. He took their menu. He took their business card. And we have all that stuff today at the Louis Armstrong House Museum. I didn't even know that in the 60s there was any Chinese restaurants <laughs> At in all? Africa. Oh, in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But. I guess so. There you go. Now, I mean, now there's going to be, there's probably Chinese restaurant in every block, kind of like here. Yeah, that's the right. Belton Road. Did initiative. you? <laughs> or we bring, uh, I'm not even, yeah. even going to attempt. <laughs> Don't try. I, I usually have, I have to get into it yeah. when I'm doing a good accent. And I was just, I could tell as soon as I said that. Yes. Not the time. To, right. Not that I wasn't, I have anything against doing a racist Chinese accent. <laughs> but that one wasn't going to be a good one. <laughs> At least do it good if you're going to do yeah. it. So did I ever tell you about the, the Marco Polo um, food? story did you know no about pizza i don't think so so apparently apparently the word on the street is marco polo brought back pizza from china Hmm. when he was when he was doing all of his exploring and the italians took it and made it their own they appropriated it for themselves so it was the chinese Chinese but it was a chinese food it was a chinese food wow pizza Wow. Wow. Luke Wilson. Wow. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That was better than your Chinese one. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 crazy. I didn't, I didn't know that. That was a decent did you know. That was a good did you know. Thanks, man. I have yeah. a little up in there every once in a while. Yeah. All right. You ready for a good uh, discussion on AI and the beast system? And s- revelation. Systems and, and yeah, the rapture. Always. goo and all that. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. So sit back, grab a coffee. And enjoy. (music) 
You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. We have an amazing guest back with us for the second time. It's Jessica Spees. Jessica, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me again. Yes, we had a lot of great feedback the last time you were with us from the Bible Timeline. And um, I understand you have something else in the works or something. Is that anything you want to share with us or? Oh, yeah. Um, I am working on an Easter study, really. Nice. It's like a 10-day easy study that um, leads up to Resurrection Day, but it's not just, it, it goes back on like a prophecy and then what Jesus fulfilled, but then it also looks to the future prophecy of what's to come. So. Nice. nice. Looking forward to that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we are in the Lenten season, if you're Catholic. Yes. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, just totally side note that, yeah. did you guys see the, uh, uh, I think, Mark Wahlberg went on, it was like <laughs> yes. uh, the morning show or something. And it, he had like the, you know, on Ash Wednesday and it was like Mark Wahlberg's 40 day challenge or something like that. <laughs> they, it's so funny. They they refuse to address anything Christian. Oh, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. It's like, so funny though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. And We're not talking about any of that. That's right. We're talking. We, yeah, this is an episode on AI. Come on, man. Uh, so we are we are going to talk about AI tonight. And and um, Jessica is, was gracious enough to join us again, and she has some really cool insights. So we're going to let her jump in and share with that. But before we do that, I wanted to just kind of start with I did an experiment with the Chat GPT, and I know like I'm going to go see an exorcist next week. So. Um, <laughs> That's all right. I used a Ouija board to come up with the title of the episode. <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what we're doing I here. I consulted my crystals and looked at the... Uh, okay, that's enough. <laughs> cool. I'm just going to read. I tested it because I was curious. <laughs> You're going to say that, right? I need to test the spirit to see if it was God. <laughs> we're laughing now. We're laughing now, right? But uh, right. you guys will be rebuking me. Um, I am. <laughs> you are rebuking me. All right. I'm going to read it anyways. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, so here's what it, here's what I gave it some parameters. Like I just gave it a few key, key parameters, nothing much, honestly. And this is what it spit out. Welcome back listeners to all out war, the Christian podcast that explores current events through a biblical lens. We're excited to have Jessica Spees join us once again as our guest. In a previous episode, we discussed her thought-provoking Bible prophecy timeline. <laughs> Today, we're shifting our focus to the rapidly advancing field of artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to hear Jessica's insights on this topic. As a technology enthusiast and a faithful Christian, Jessica is, u- is uniquely positioned to help us explore the opportunities <laughs> and challenges presented by AI technology. With AI rapidly transforming our world, it's crucial that we consider how this technology aligns with our values and beliefs. So fasten your seatbelts and join us as we explore the intersection of AI and Christianity with our expert guest, Jessica Spees. <laughs> They, they, it's funny because they didn't miss the part where I need my husband to get me on Skype. <laughs> well, it seemed to like know. you a lot. It gave you a lot of uh, props there. And it didn't Thanks. even mention Rosie's name. So there you go, buddy. Good, good. 
it's kind of scary how that happened though. Yeah. I mean, I literally put in the name of the podcast, a reoccurring guest, and then I put um, Bible timeline. I actually just put Bible timeline on there. I wanted to see if I could get it to manifest yeah. or something. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and that's what it came back with. It's just insane. That's wild. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it you would think it's very very intelligent. Um, <laughs> rather than artificial in some capacity. Mm. But um, why don't we just, like, for our listeners who are fairly new, like, I think ChatGPT is, like, the new thing right now where everybody's into it. And if you're on Instagram, which I am all the time, uh, or TikTok, I'm sure. I don't use TikTok, but I see people reposting on mm-hmm. on Instagram their TikTok stuff. I'm always seeing these, like, it comes up and it's like, if you're not using these five AI tools, yeah. you're losing $10,000 a month. Yeah. And they like, let me show you. And then they're like, this one writes a script and this one transcribes this and this one edits your movies and whatever. And it would seem like this is like some great thing. It mm. would, And it comes across as this great advancement in technology that's going to be helpful for mankind. And it kind of reminds me of these... these um, these phrases that I hear, oh, I don't know, the fourth <laughs> fourth industrial revolution uh, mm. that we always hear our buddy uh, Santa Claus Schwab talk about, you know, when he's talking about we're in, we're on the crux of a fourth technology revolution. Mm-hmm. Isn't that how he sounds? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So historically, though, people don't, you need to understand that AI is not something new. Um, according to Encyclopedia Britannica, I was able to find some cool stuff that actually in 1955, 1950, right after the war, um, mm-hmm. there was a man that was revolutionized uh, AI technology and advanced in really before computing was like mainstream. Uh, his name was Turing and uh, Dr. Turing. And he, I just want to read a minute, like a second of what he did. In 1950, he sidestepped the traditional debate concerning definitions of intelligence, introducing a practical test for computer intelligence that is now known simply as the Turing test. The Turing test involves three participants, a computer, a human interrogator, and a human foil. And I'll paraphrase, basically, they would, you would have a live person, and then you'd have someone asking questions, and then you would have a computer as well, and they would Answer, both answer the questions, and the goal was trying to have the computer become so smart with its answers that you couldn't tell the difference between a human or a computer in the yeah. response. And so that's what they would call the, the the Turing test. And so he kind of developed that test, um, and they used that as a uh, sort of a model for uh, kind of like – I guess we would call it like a bar of um, expectation for any AI is to be able to match what a human could think like or would act like or respond to. Um, so mm-hmm. the irony of it all is that it's actually programmed by a human. So <laughs> people <Yeah>. forget that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So anyway, so in 1950, that was around that time. And then they start this Turing test. And then – So uh, – Yes. So uh, – People may know the name Alan Turing because he actually is kind of credited with uh, – this all came out of World War II. Correct. Uh, Alan Turing was the one that uh, defeated the Enigma Code mm-hmm. as they had uh, – there's a movie called The Imitation Game about that. Um, so if anyone is interested in uh, that, you know, Alan Turing wasn't just 
didn't just do AI. He right, built right. like one of the first actual huge computers, which was pretty crazy too. But yeah, yeah. So it, it came out of wartime. Um, yeah, obviously a lot earlier than just the fifties, which is pretty crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah, I mean but, the war ended in forty-seven. So yeah, but um, so yeah, you have that whole thing. I didn't. I didn't really want to get in. I would have gotten more into it if he was like in Project, you know, Operation Paperclip or something like that. Yeah, no, he was a Brit in Brit. it. Yes, he was. He would stop for his tea every day. All right, so uh, so 56. So then I'm going to pass by the 70s and all that stuff. In the 2011, this is the thing that I wanted to kind of point out. Uh, IBM creates a computer called Watson, and mm-hmm. it actually does a big chess match, and it beats like three world-renowned chess players. Uh, chess players and um and the technology the computing technology for that was insane because it had to be able to calculate like 20 million possible moves for every move so it's it's trying to predict basically based on the location of the piece and what they it's so it's taking all this information in and um watson was kind of the main this he kind of grew like he became super super popular for ibm and there's this weird connection between Watson and 2001 Space Odyssey that I kind of dug up, which is kind of cool. So some of you guys know, uh, we did a whole thing on Stanley Kubrick, and he's very esoteric, very um, – his movies are insane once you kind of know what to look for, and, um, and they're very predictive. And 2001 Space Odyssey, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, I'd recommend go watch it. It's – interesting movie um but they are on this mission to go to jupiter and on their way i'm sorry they're on their way to saturn and on their way they switch it to jupiter and um they're using this computer and this computer's name is hal h-a-l and the computer is ai and it's basically kind of running the mission and it's keeping everything on track it's keeping the guys safe the astronauts safe but the the computer begins to get sent what they call sentient it has its own conscience and it's and it begins to become so aware of the mission that it it thinks that the astronauts that are on the mission with them are actually a danger so it starts to kill the astronauts off <laughs> and yeah and this is crazy and uh one of the astronauts has to outsmart him and he eventually does outsmart him and he ends up shutting him down and what's what's this is like classic Kubrick, right? Like the the first song that a computer has ever that was ever sang was in like 1958 or something like that, and it was this song called "Sweet Spring," and that's the song that House began to sing as he was slowly losing consciousness and like losing all of his abilities. He started to sing that song, so yeah. it's it's kind of funny how Kubrick put that in there. But this is the crazy thing: the word "how." And it's all one letter off of IBM. So like, you know, A, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, right? H for how, I for IBM. Then you have A and then B. And so you guys get it. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't quite, I didn't want to confuse anyone. But there's even more in the Hebrew. And this is what's kind of crazy. the, The word how, it actually translate as the verb shine. And I was like, interesting, because in the movie, if you ever see the movie, like his, the AI, um, the computer is like this, like, it looks like a camera lens a little bit, but it's always red. And there's this 
scene in the beginning of the movie, and I saved it on my my phone, but obviously we're not, this is audio, but I'll describe it. It basically looks like you have Hal's the eye in the middle, and the way that the design of the set is, it's like it has two horns coming out of his the top of the computer head. So no. yeah, he looks like a devil, like like a representation of the devil, and that's what he is basically. But, well, I mean, the de- Satan's literally the the angel of light, like shine. Uh, exactly. That was my whole thing: is that he comes as an angel of light. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, and so um, in the whole movie, center centers around this black monolith, you know, this cube, and then they're on their way to Saturn, which is Saturn is you know, equates to Satan in the Kabbalah and all of that stuff. So there's, there's just all these weird connections that I was kind of impressed with when I, when I looked at that. But there's a cube? You said there's a cube? Yeah, there's a black monolith. So the movie opens with this black monolith that's 11 feet tall, and, um, and it starts with cavemen. And yeah. apparently it gives intelligence to the cavemen and so they monkeys the monkeys yeah and then so they begin to uh, obviously we don't believe in evolution or any of that so it's it's kubrick's spin on it so what happens is yeah that's that, interesting because there's a real black cube like that's like yes. for ai okay <laughs> yes yeah so but what's crazy about in the movie where it starts off with there's the gorillas in one tribe or pack or whatever gorillas are called <laughs> receives intelligence and it's directly how to use bones as weapons yeah so it's like a genesis 6 moment exactly so they receive this which is a theme of where spoiler alert since you spoiled this movie that came out in the 60s <laughs> right, yeah 68 i think yeah um, i've never seen it so <laughs> oh really it's 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 very wild it's very strange yeah uh here's a pro tip second if anyone is trying to watch it and you don't know what's going on, think of it as different segments mm-hmm. of one con- uh, of a continuous story, but they don't all have to, di- it's not linear. Right. And then it, a lot of it will make more sense. And it's happening to one person. Right. That'll make sense. But yeah, no, in the, in the beginning of it, it directly ties in with this, the tribe that gets the technology warfare specifically can kill and subdue and become uh, victors. The, the victors. They control, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's directly tied in with this uh, idea of getting technology. Yeah, it's 100% that. In fact, he throws his first bone up into the yeah. air, and it's spinning in the air, and then it begins to transform into the spacecraft that's in outer space. Yeah. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like this uh, segue mm-hmm. into it. But um, that same black monolith, they actually find it on the moon. Mm-hmm. And then they, it sends them out to Saturn. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, it's <laughs> we've kind of departed from that, but that was a great, con- a great uh, connection there with the intelligence and the black monoliths, and then Genesis six and AI. I'm forgetting like the actual notes I have. Like I know where they're at, but I forget what I wrote down about the actual black cube that they have. But it's um, something like ten thousand intelligent minds put together or something like that but oh it's a good thing to dive into to to look into is the actual black black cube I'm, more about that. Yeah, I, I'm sorry i'm not familiar with it yeah I, i'm like I'm trying to recall 
everything that I wrote down about it, but it's out there if you guys want to look it up. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, how about um, while well, I think Turner's looking that up, yeah. um, you wanted to touch on uh, Jessica and you. Uh, I hope I'm. I was about to say you came prepared, yeah. and I hope I'm not <laughs> by saying that I wasn't going to uh, introduce. But uh, you're talking about much in the same way that again, uh, Stanley Kubrick, uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey came out in I think 68, so before we actually went into space, so to speak, if you believe the story. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of predictive programming in that uh, movie, and uh, you know, obviously. Have it all, I'll be the dumb one and kind of set it up this way. Is 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, the only movie where they used predictive programming to talk about AI? <laughs> it's crazy. That's it. So talking about years, though, is that you said 1955 it started. Uh, yeah, but it actually probably, I would say, 46, 47, actually, okay. even. Well, that's even more to my point that I'm bringing up right now is sure. that right. Israel, Israel became a nation in 1948. And talking about 1950s or 1940s, it isn't that long ago. Like that's like mm -hmm. um, one thing that people like, like to tell me like, oh, AI yeah, has been around for forever. I'm like, what's forever mean to you? Because mm -hmm. it was just, that was not that long ago. Um, you, someone say about a generation. <laughs> Just about a generation ago. But <laughs> uh, so what also happened, like some other key things that happened with the, you know, the um, predictive programming or, you know, the um, everybody bringing attention to the alien stuff, which was Roswell is 1947. Like this all happened around the same time. And our world is completely different from those years till now. Like our whole last generation is absolutely like seriously different severely different than any other time in history and that is for a reason the all these things were brought up in that moment to ha have this plan start going this predictive programming because satan knows his time is short mm. and he knows he's 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 getting his all, all his you know ducks in a row right now because he knows it's going down um Anyway, so on to that note, like the, like we have on the ground level, we like most people can see like the dangers of AI being, you know, like eliminating jobs or, um, you know, it's probably not okay. Like probably not the healthiest thing to have relationships with AI instead of actual real relationships. And, um, but it, it, there's just, it goes so much deeper if we can just look past, you know, how far arm can stretch. I say that all, all the time, but like, there's so much more to this. Um, and um, I was looking back at the the toys in my childhood growing mm -hmm. up, you guys. But like, um, like I had this Furby. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know Furbies? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I would like, like it could like repeat what I said. Like I could teach it things. Mm -hmm. And we, it was so fun. It was like I was the cool kid in class if I had a Furby, you know? Like it, it's, <laughs> I never had one. So that, that, that thing was tell you. so creepy. Like it would wake up at, at night and mm -hmm. like start saying stuff. But also like um <laughs> yeah, it was those things yeah. But um and then 
like Tamagotchis, I had like five on one keychain, and those were my pets, like mm-hmm. like the AI pets. And um, my um, my sibling, she was really into Sims. Like she was just like like it took over, you know. Um, anyway, so like you like this this started in our childhood, and it's just getting worse and worse. And now we're here where um, Klaus. Klaus Schwab is um, pushing AI toys um, as like giving them awards and saying like your children need to like there's this board game. I just posted about this, that there's just this board game that this child actually created to help you understand AI more and learn it more because it's going to be intricately a part of our culture. Um, anyway, so that's that's my spiel on AI. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think they need to lay the groundwork because, in my opinion, this is where I think it's headed, is that mm-hmm. the goal – I think in their mind, the goal is going to be transhumanism. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to get there. I don't I don't think they're going to get there the way that well, – they're not going to get there with me. I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be – I will die before I will let you put a brain implant in me. Um but uh, or any other type of uh, mechanical device like that. Now I will take a um, you know if I need a heart um, pacemaker, I'll do that. That's a little bit of AI technology. Yeah, I'll take. But um, I think that's where they want to go. I think that's in their mind where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were talking in the pre-show, you know, and like my my personal opinion is the big the big thing is that the beast system will run off of AI. Like it will be the powerhouse behind the beast system. So all your money, all of your, all of your education, all of your social life will be connected through this big internet of things that AI will oversee, run and control. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why like, so going into like the end times, I see AI being exactly like the tool that the Antichrist uses to usher in everything that he needs because, um, you know, it says that he like him and the false prophet do great, you know, signs and wonders, but I don't believe they're as powerful as, as most maybe attribute him to, to being. Um, so I think he's going to be needing, um, like all of this technology advancement in place to do what he needs to be doing. Like we, we look at um, like holograms and, um, you know, just these big kind of things he needs. Like now that we have a hologram that um, you've created a hologram that you can touch and hear. And like, that's crazy. I've never heard know, of that one. It's, it was, I think it was 2016 that they started this. And I mean, it's little. And actually here I'll say that like what they have revealed to us, mm-hmm. like, you know, Elon Musk and his um, robot, like I believe that they, we are far more advanced than they will even show at the, to, to the public at this point. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I, so that's, I mean, that's just a theory, but like <laughs> I, don't, I don't see them revealing just how far advanced we are right now but um uh so my whole thing with the ai though is that it is 
demonic because we know that um, Satan is the prince of the power of the air. It talks about that in Ephesians 2, too, and you know, people will have different opinions on what that means. But like I take scripture literally for the most part, and that's like he has he has you know certain perimeters in his dominion here and that's the air and what is in the air it's the signals that go like it's the ai it's our phones it's computers it's and and look at the influence of all of that like hollywood and it's just it's not good (laughs) 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 and um and actually I, i posted a reel not too long ago of these AI pictures, um, there's this party that this AI, I guess, put these pictures together in these, it looks like real humans. Like it's these, Mm. like as if they, I don't know why they would do this, I guess, but um, yeah, it's a pictures of a party and they all look normal, even to the down to the last detail, like there, you can see the hair, Mm -hmm. like details and the freckles and the glimmers in their eye. And, um, but somehow artificial intelligence got the fingers wrong. They all have more than five fingers <laughs> each. And so the unseen eye, like, oh, it's just a glitch and we're not that advanced yet because they can't figure out fingers. And that's what I got a lot, a lot of comments on. But, um, but if you knew that the scripture in the Bible, it says that giants had more than five fingers and you know that giants are the spawn of fallen angels and humans together, you know that there's gotta be something more to that. That is not a coincidence that they can they can do all the other details except they can't somehow get the fingers right. Like that mm-hmm. that does not make any sense at all. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, so I like he there's gonna be okay, so um in Revelation 13, 14 through, like, can I just read this real quick? Yeah, of course. No, you're not allowed to read scripture. <laughs> we only, the only things we read on this are d- demonic AI generated uh, transcripts. Okay, that's enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's enough. Um, 13, Revelation 13, um, 14, 15. Um, it's talking about, you know, the false prophet um doing all these signs and everything to kind of convince people to follow the antichrist and it says telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived um and it was allowed to give breath so the false prophet is allowed to give breath to this image of the beast Mm. um, so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain so there's what is this image and um was it last year they came out with like oh they're doing a what is it a 60 story giant and they're making (laughs) um i don't know if we actually mentioned that in the last episode or outside of the episode but we were talking Mm -hmm. about yeah definitely it's like this this big old giant can move and talk and it's like it's you can actually go in to a booth and get scanned and your body can can um be you know up on this giant you can you can be the giant basically and anyway so we already have things that like are forming stuff that look like this you know that like that that are familiar with scripture and um 
Like if they already have the huge giants like that, I don't think they're all made yet. I don't, I don't, I have not checked the progress, but um, there's supposed to be 21 of them. And if AI being demons, I believe AI is demonic. Yeah. um, They fill these, these giants. This can, this can, we can see how this can literally happen already right now. You know, can I speak to that for a second? Because people have a problem with that. They think, oh, how can a demon, you know, uh, occupy like my computer or whatever. If you are a Christian and you in any way work at a church on a Sunday morning, especially if you're in the worship ministry (laughs) and the computer that runs the words, the soundboard that makes all the audio go to the live stream and all that stuff. You just wait. It works fine during rehearsal. It works fine during the practice in the middle of the week. For some reason, no one's touched it on Sunday morning. It It's just full of all kinds of bugs, and you have to reset everything, and it's a huge problem. That is more than likely, in my opinion, spiritual attack. Mm-hmm. So if you don't think that they can get into your stuff, like digitally mess with things or whatever, I don't know the best way to describe it. And I'm probably butchering it from a spiritual standpoint, but I can just tell you that they get into junk. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Like, how can like can we can we go past like oh conspiracy theory when scripture literally says Satan is the prince of the power of the air, and yes. that is in our air. Like that is frequencies, radio waves. Like that is the air. Like yes. it's a, it, it's not a giant leap, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I hop in for a yeah, second? Yeah, please. I got some stuff. So one thing that's interesting, uh, I have a bunch of different thoughts. I didn't want to interrupt you guys. Um, but one thing I just never thought of until now is that the image of the beast, the, the term image is actually a computer term, um, which mm-hmm. is, I, I'm just going to, so any nerds, you may uh, know this, but the uh, a computer image is a operating system file that contains basically a copy of everything that you need to run on a computer. And you can move it around to other like devices and restart different computers. So uh, I don't know. I just, I just thought about that, that there is even a connection with built someone building an image mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, the beast, what is the exact the exact word of the image? But the, the Greek, image of the beast. The Greek word is icon. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And what do you have on your computer? Right. You have icons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Bill Gates was the first one. Well, he bought the rights, but he was the, the first one to uh, actually Xerox was the first company to actually make a graphical user interface, which is where you can see and click icons. But Bill mm-hmm. Gates was the one that kind of popularized it yeah so there's a connection there but it's just interesting you know to think about um the just i'm going to riff on this for a little bit this image of a computer system that you can take and basically make copies of and run the same thing um you know that can be spread uh north korea has their own operating system that every single computer within the country runs off of the exact same thing and it's all controlled within the system. So it's it's not hard to see, you know, on a, on a very practical technological standpoint as well, that 
you know, this one world government, you know, could roll out some sort of operating system that everyone has to run on. And um, I was just going to say, I, I completely thinking about this as well. I just saw some article recently that they were talking about. Um, this guy was kind of bragging about it, but that uh, Android as a operating system is probably not going to exist in 10 years because all the younger kids are using iOS, mm-hmm. Apple. Um, and there are tons of other mobile operating systems. Uh, just speaking about this, BlackBerry was really big. Palm had their own. Yep. Symbian. Uh, some other operating systems that don't exist anymore. So just in keeping with this idea of, on a practical level, you know, the Antichrist and through his system could, you know, make images of the beast that we all have to carry around in our phone. And, you know, it, prob- it probably is Apple because Apple's terrible and I hate Apple. And they're <laughs> going to 100% roll out everything to do with this beast system, taking it and begging. Well, I mean, their image, their symbol is the... Yeah, the apple. apple with a bite out of it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, I wanted it's to... It's absolutely connected to the internet. Like, it's it's all about the computers. Like the Okay, what was it the first weekend, like, Microsoft took off or something, and their sales were, like, 666 or something? Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all connected. And it, what's interesting, uh, you had brought up this, these points about um, kind of... Uh, I can't think of the the proper term, uh, pre-positioning us kids. uh, Pre-programming. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, I'll use that for the the lack of a better term. What's that? Grooming. Yeah, yeah. Grooming is actually probably better. Yeah. Grooming Mm -hmm. kids with uh, this to accept technology, right? AI. AI, yeah, with with these toys and all these things. Mm -hmm. And... What I was thinking of is a, a couple things. One of them is Christian Christians tend to be, uh, I'll say, right-wing conservative kind of Christians that may actually take their Bible seriously, may kind of have issue with that, you know, if, if you like this, you may like that kind of thing, like a uh, you may have an aversion to like the government coming in and forcing your kids to use a certain app or you buy a certain toy or do certain something that kind of way. You know, like I, I would say, I think most American Bible believing Christians tend to have that aversion to if the government's coming in and pushing all, you know, your kids have to use this toy. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of audience is going to be more yeah, I don't like it when the government does it. But at the same time, what really is happening is these big tech companies that have no oversight from Google. Google's going through a, a court case right now. They just got in trouble because they've been deleting chat logs mm-hmm. after the government specifically said, you cannot delete it, your chat logs. And then they came out and said all this stuff. So they are not being transparent with the government. All other thing. The point that I'm getting at is we kind of have this like lackadaisical view of it when it comes from like this big tech company because we feel like we have more control over the tech company, right? Like we allow that to come into our life and we'll let our kids use this but not do that and not mm-hmm. do this because a tech company, you know, they may be, they're not the government, right? right. And so we're, we're thinking about a one world government and government. Mm-hmm. So a a company is 
can't be doing this stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I was immediately thinking of was Google in particular. I can't, I was trying to look up the, the guy who it was. I can't remember who the actual guy that was talking about it, but it was maybe 10 years ago. He, he was interviewed and he was like, where do you see the future of Google search being? And he said, we want to make it not so that we show you the, fir- the, the actual answer that you want the first time you search. We want to know what you're going to search before you search. And so we can tease it up and give it to you. And everyone, you know, you hear that in like 2015 or something like that. You're like, that's, that's pretty crazy. How are you going right. to think about that? Read my mind. Now, <laughs> this is where all of a sudden chat B- GPT is being used. Uh, TikTok, a uh, better example. Google search is having an issue now because Zoomers and millennials are not using Google to search for it. They're using TikTok to search for answers. Now mm-hmm. they're using chat GPT. Which so, was recently being... Uh, Microsoft purchased a, a huge investment into ChatGPT. Yeah, I think they, they own the uh, the they own the company that uh, OpenAI. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, the whole Elon too. What's that? Doesn't Elon? Doesn't he have some? I think he has. I'm not sure if he has the same one. Everyone's investing in like AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. The point that I was rolling all of this towards mm-hmm. is that. No longer are we having this outside influence, and it's almost like Satan's best plan to get all these crafty people that are these crafty Christians who are on to the one world government thing, <laughs> and we're on to like being pushed, you know, from a you know globalist standpoint. But we don't control what these companies are doing while they're the ones actually pushing all of this agenda. They're yeah. the ones that are getting the kids because. Now it's GPT is the best way to find a good search engine. So now I just think it's really interesting that basically where Christians are looking at very definite, defined things and there's no room, no no one's really looking outside of that. Yeah. And the the crazy thing is that if, if, uh, if it's corporate, the people will pay for it. If it's government, they'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you know? not anymore. I mean, GBT is free. It is free. And but I meant like if there was a device that we had to use, like, and it oh, came through like an Apple product or, a, you know. I mean, they practically are giving those away for free now. Uh, I mean, they're so cheap, but yeah, yeah, I agree. And the whole point um, that I'm trying to get at is kind of I, I i want to dissuade any listener that just because this isn't coming from the government doesn't mean it can't be part of the one world government B right. system yeah um because i'll just say this and then i'll shut up because i've been rambling way too long and i hope everything made sense no, you're good. Yeah. is that there was this uh this idea back in probably up until like the 90s uh, that government was always the one that were 50 years ahead of the time. You know, DARPA, IARPA, um, all these. Uh, and DARPA was very connected with, um, we, we didn't really touch on it, but the beginning of AI and cybernetics as rolling out as a discipline in the 40s and 50s, DARPA mm-hmm. was deeply connected at the beginning of this AI stuff. Anyway, there is always there's always this idea right now that the government is still the ones leading innovation in terms of technology it's not the, it's not really the case anymore um because 
the government used to have all this money where they could throw it at this place or throw it at that place. You know, like, hey, you want to go try some crazy thing? We'll give you a million dollars, see if it works. The government doesn't do that anymore. They rely on government contractors, Google. Like, when you have a trillion dollar, you know, company like Google, they can give some team $2 million to go do some crazy thing yeah, because they can make so much more. And Mm -hmm. I think overall, this is part of Satan's plan is to Mm -hmm. this shifting away from us focusing on government institutions doing these things and towards the private sector. Mm -hmm. And I think it's actually more nefarious than that. And we should keep our guard up. If you don't think that they can do that, just jog your memory back about two years ago, and the government didn't specifically tell people in certain stores that they had to wear face diapers mm-hmm. or masks, but the yeah. stores were telling you that you had to do it against your constitutional rights. Exactly. And that's the lie of the end times of um, being unity in, in unity together. Like, let's let's partner up and do this together. And I think that kind of goes along with it because, like, we're all we're all part of this, you know, like whole thing. And that's what's bringing in the, the end times unity where we think we're in control. Mm-hmm. We think we're making the decisions, but it's actually the whole plan yeah. of world dominance of the antichrist. Um, you mentioned that, like, I thought that was really interesting. I've read a book and I forget I really forget which one it was, but it was talking about like the KJB and how they um, uh, rigged, you know, everybody's houses to to spy on them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a forced thing; like nobody wanted it, and they all, like, you know, had to be quiet in their homes and like all careful and stuff. And you know, fast forward, really, it's not that long ago that that was happening. Mm-hmm. Fast forward now, where we're like, hey, okay, Google or Alexa, can oh, we all right? Um, like we welcome it with a convenience side of like this, like we're, we're like, yeah, open up the door, come on in because it was our choice. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that really rings true. What you said, Rosie, it's, 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 it's more of a, a, it's a deeper blinding of people. Yeah. I was just kind of thinking, not necessarily, I'm, I'll just say this very quickly before I say something that may sound like I'm about to say what I said, but I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I know that doesn't make sense. I am not saying that like Alexa or any of these are the mark of the beast, but in the same way that with the mark of the beast, um, I think we've talked about this before, but we'll just go ahead and say it. I don't think that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Like, I don't think just because you got the vaccine, you're no longer able to be saved. I think we, I don't think we've ever said anything close to no, that. No, no. But I, a lot of people were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people seem to worry about, oh, what if I accidentally get the mark of the beast? You know, the Bible is very clear that it is a um, decision that you're consciously making to deny Christ and enter into this beast system knowing what it is like it's a very clear choice of turning against one thing and accepting another you can't be duped into getting it right just in the same way you can't duped into being saved like oh oh, accidentally (laughs) you know tripped into grace or something right yeah you know tripped into um 
uh, uh, maybe more so. But um, I was just thinking along that same kind of line is that Satan is trying to be crafty enough to really downplay that choice to make it not seem like it's as big as it is. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of that downplaying. And when you are empowered, you're like, I'm choosing to do this by myself. You think you're choosing to let Alexa in or, you know, do Mm -hmm. these things because I don't have anything to hide from the government. You know, they can listen to my stupid (laughs) conversations or something. You're thinking one thing. Satan wants us to be focused on one thing. You know, mm-hmm. and that when we feel empowered to make the choice, because it's our choice, we're doing it. I just think that there's a kind of a slippery parallel into that as choosing to get into the kind of the B system yeah. to let it in. Not that we're, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that's the mark of the beast. I'm right. just saying that's how the beast system, I think, is going to start integrating into our lives. And it won't be, it'll be because we think we're not doing it yeah i mean what do you guys think do you think that it's going to be a situation where there's this groundwork built up around it and then like instant like like i'm seeing now recently the digital banking is starting to roll out in various cities that they're gonna kind of do that so now you're going to start to see cash go away and they start to create all of these these you know connected um systems and in those systems like you you get in, you're in, and and it's convenient. Like it's kind of like you know, oh well, my banking's all. It's like I've like here's an example. Um, I saw an, uh, Amazon purchased recently. Um, I think Harris Teeter. Is that what they bought? Is it Harris Teeter? They bought one of the one Whole of, Foods. One, Whole Foods. That's what they bought. Whole Foods. Yeah, thanks. And I guess they opened up a couple stores now where you. It uses facial recognition yeah. when you walk into the store, and it recognizes your face with your Amazon account, and it uses your bill, your, whatever your your payment system is on Amazon. You buy your groceries. You don't even have to check out. You just put them in the – you scan them as you put them in your cart, and then you leave. And so there's no mm-hmm. – there's no – exchange of funds and so it's completely digital 100% digital if you went in there and you wanted to get break a 20 there's no way you're going to get change because there's no cash there exactly yeah i saw those that's like the system though it's going to be as you were saying jessica it's going to be like a matter of convenience and Mm -hmm. so well that's so much easier i mean look my wife and i because of covid we don't go grocery shopping anymore she gets on the app puts in the order and then schedules a pickup time we drive over to the grocery store i park in the spot i call them up and they bring the groceries out mm-hmm. and it's the greatest thing ever <laughs> like i mean yeah did not have to go in there and jog the aisles and you know and all that nonsense i get i talk about anytime i mention the mark i always have to put that disclaimer out there, Rosie, <laughs> like, um, like what is the mark or what isn't the mark? It's not here yet. Like it's like, cause everybody we're, we're in a, um, generation that has not studied prophecy for, mm-hmm. yeah. for a while now. And so no one knows the knowledge of it. So like they'll jump to these conclusions of like, Oh, it's the mark. And it's like how much damage you, you do. Um, if you're telling, unbelievers that or your family that or um mm-hmm. 
or believers that, that and and they think that they're not saved anymore. That's just so dangerous. And it's like this is why we like we need to study prophecy <laughs> because mm-hmm. it is very clear um, the seven year tribulation has not started yet, and it's very clear that that happens in the middle of the seven year tribulation, and it is. Um, um, brought out by the Antichrist and forced by the false prophet and the image of the beast, um, whatever this that may be. And um, it will be a, it, it will absolutely be, I, I, I'm with you on that. It's going to be a matter of convenience and just another step in, like just another um, reasonable, logical step to make in our techno- technological advancements. Mm-hmm. Um, and um but it's also going to be tied to this like but you have to worship antichrist like you will knowingly know like okay i'm i'm with this guy now but i believe it it will be an easy decision for unbelievers because he's going to be setting up babylon and um they all have this like this is a great world you can have whatever you want love whoever you want and it like the the same lies that are right now but like more so um had okay do not watch this movie but there's this movie called babylon that (laughs) with brad pitt's in it and um i'm like i just want to see like what they're portraying (laughs) Uh, so chris and i had it on for like it was five minutes and i'm like turn this this is disgusting and it was literally just a party um and it's like in my my mind how i envision babylon being mm. and, and like there's a movie about it y'all and like it's 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 as this as if it's this great thing you know like doing whatever you want and it's like this it's exciting and thrilling and so people are going to be lining up like oh of course i want to be a part of babylon in this great you know this this whole great system mm-hmm. um it's freedom. It's liberating, and it's it's all that everybody's crying out for right now. But um, but the thing about the the thing about the mark though is that um, it, once you take it, there's no going right. back. Yeah, you lose. Yeah. So here's the thing: is that there's 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 been debate about this. Like, oh well, like we have free will, so obviously um, that doesn't it doesn't mean what it means. Like, if you take the mark, you can absolutely turn back to Christ. But as we see technological advancements roll out, I don't see that happening because I believe AI demons will be part of the mark. Mm-hmm. You are going to be marked with demonic influence hmm. that's what i see this as because it's it's the mark is going to be tied to ai um you think it's convenience and okay hold on let me think yeah 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 <laughs> it's just thought because i don't want you all to think i'm crazy um the harari guy um mm-hmm. klaus Schwab's, you know little bald twink man you know yeah. like <laughs> It's interesting because I'm like, um, one of them is pinky and one of them's brain alternative, like yeah, you, yeah. which is, good. but um, he says that um, humans are hackable animals yeah. and we're already hacked. Like he already has that, like he already has that down, like that this is already a done deal. And like 
the language that they use, the, the, the leaders of this world, lead me to believe that, you know, AI is already going to be part of, of, of the mark. And it's our part of us now, but not the mark, not the mark, <laughs> <laughs> but AI and like, like being hackable. And, um, and that, that is how I, I see, like, we, we won't have a choice anymore because we won't be our own. It'll be this like transhumanism type situation. Once you get the mark, there's no turning back right. because it's, it's a done deal. And um, uh, going back to the first um, rounds of the trials of the vaccines, um, Astra, what's it? What's Seneca. Yeah, that one. Um, in the early trials, it the one of the women said, um, I can't feel God. God is dead. Yep. Yeah. And this and then and then what they they'll they cleared the Internet of this trial. I cannot find that anymore i screenshotted mm -hmm. it though um because i knew they would they would take it down so i screenshotted when it came out but um she said that and then um in the trial what they did to rectify that is lower the amount of um mrna hmm. Hmm. interesting and that is directly dealing with our dna yes. and directly against god and in, in absolutely what was going on in the days of Noah is DNA messing yep. and the mark is going to mess with your DNA to the point of like, this is what Harari said. Like humans will not have free will once we have, once we hack everybody. Yeah. I think if I can cut in, because oh, that's an excellent, and this is going to support that. I think it's mm -hmm. important for our, for Christians to understand in, in, in this, and you you touched on, you said they're not teaching prophecy. We, we're in, you know, it's been a generation now where people just are not in tune with these things. But those that are paying attention and those that are reading prophecy for end times, they understand that parallel. There's two roads happening at the same time. One is God is pushing forward all of His agenda mm -hmm. in terms of the birth pain. So we're seeing the wars, the rumors of wars, the earthquakes, the famines, the pestilence. So God's mm -hmm. doing His thing as birth pains leading up to the tribulation but right alongside that is satan's kingdom where he's trying to build his system mm -hmm. and they're going at they're pacing with one another because satan is exactly. responding to what he's seeing god do and mm -hmm. so as he sees the increase in earthquakes as he sees the famines as he sees the things that are happening and, and he's ultimately familiar with it because guess who was there in the days of noah <laughs> <laughs> in Genesis 6, exactly. he, he was observing all of that as it was happening. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I would disagree. I don't think it's parallel. I think the book of Job is a good explanation to this because Satan comes to God and says, you know, God's bragging about Job, right? And then God gives him the parameters. You can do anything you want to him, but you can't kill him, right? And then Satan goes and does his own thing. So I was going to say that I don't think they're necessarily parallel. It's God setting up something and then Satan's allowed to do it. Because at the end, of the, the whole thing is we've talked about this, just this idea, is that there's nothing we can do. Like the, Satan's plan is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's God's will. He's allowing Satan he to set up. He prophesied that it would happen. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's, I would, it's, yeah, not necessarily like I said, it was a response. They're running right next to each other. Yeah. Satan sees what God's doing, and then he's, he 
obviously he's permitted to do it. That's what that's what I was getting at. Is there's the permission that like because we live in the last days, right? But that's why he's permitted to do it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, ultimately, I think that the biggest thing also, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just to, to remember that this is going to happen, and God is with us throughout all of it. Like of he course. is allowing it to happen, and it's his will. Um, ultimately to do. But I, I was thinking uh, to what you were saying, Jessica, about they, they, I think this made the rounds, I don't know, when it first came out, but it, uh, that they were able to turn off re- feelings of religious experience. And they're also able to mm-hmm. make people think that they're having a religious experience by uh, using electrical stimulation on people's brains. Like mm-hmm. they would go, they, the pictures were them wearing like this kind of hat that had um, magnets on it and they could turn on certain magnets and hit parts of the brain and people were feeling like they were actually having a religious experience or um, they could dampen parts of the brain and turn them kind of basically off or dull them and then people would feel less religious. And so hmm. it's funny that they literally – or atheistic, to, like, yeah. Well, yeah. the only way to be <laughs> not religious is to have brain damage. Um, <laughs> so there you go for people. <laughs> if, you, if you don't believe in God, you're brain damaged. I'm saying that. It's so it's so true. Um, but I was thinking when you're talking about the, the free will aspect of it is the to kind of align with how AI works, which is, it's very crazy at the, at the very, very, very simple, ignorant standpoint of how AI works is it's all decisions. You're making this decision or that decision. And then those decisions go back and forth. And the way that these, the whole systems are mapped out is, which is leads more to the point that it's demonic because it's all based on how brain synapses work. Because brain can synapses can be on or they can be off, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think with this hacking, hackable stuff is once, yeah, once that you you take something, you take the mark. It's not necessarily, you know, I, I don't think the debate can be kind of like how you said it is. You know, will you be able to be saved afterwards? It's it's not really that's not the right question. The right question is will that person want to be exactly mm-hmm. like how you said it? And again, ba- based on these certain things, yeah, I, I completely agree. If if we're bodies are filled with graphene or you know all whatever elements that are used to turn off certain um, synapses in the brain, you know, you can totally turn people to not even want to desire God. And um, this is a very real thing. Like uh, I'm just trying to bring it again into the real life is they can already do this now. Mm -hmm. They can do these kinds of things now. It's not so far-fetched to think that, um, you know, they can put some computer code into, you know, a shot that all of a sudden goes through and turns off some synapses and makes you not even want to uh, think that you're doing anything wrong or want to repent. It sounds like, According to scripture, it's going to be a mark in the hand or the forehead. Yeah. Right. So that would probably be some kind of implant is my guess. Yeah. And so it would be a continuous. Right. And yeah. if it is genetic, and this goes back to the connection with the days of Noah, mm-hmm. the 
as we know, the Nephilim, they were genetically, they were the yeah. offspring of, and in, 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 like Ryan Peterson, one of our former guests, who I agree with, he, he says he believes that it was all t- trying to thwart the Messiah to come forth. So he wanted to corrupt the human genome <laughs> yeah. as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so they couldn't be redeemed. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, and, and as Heiser pointed out, God rest him, he's a beautiful man who's now with Jesus. Uh, he pointed out to us that the demons were the result of the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. And so you get this un, it's, that's proof that they, the Nephilim could not be redeemed. They were not, that Jesus was not going to permit them into heaven. Um, and if, for those that, Read the Book of Enoch. They even the fallen angels had asked if they could be forgiven, mm-hmm. and you know, take it or leave it, whatever. God said no, regardless. And Peter, basically, in the book, in the in Second Peter, he actually uh, confirms that when he says they left their position, their esteemed position, and um, and so we know that they won't be forgiven. Those fallen angels. So there's mm-hmm. that, that all of these connections together would be that once that mark happens, if it does genetically change a person the way that that happened in the days of Noah, mm-hmm. that they wouldn't even be able to be mm-hmm. at that point. But but we do but, know people get saved in the tribulation period. Right. That's, I mean, that's with the first three and a half years. Um, there's a massive revival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it comes with massive persecution. Mm-hmm. And um, those people will not be, like when you're you're sealed with the Holy Spirit, there's no way you can get the mark because right. you, there's no, if you are a believer, like become a believer in the seven year tribulation, there's no way that you like in your right mind that you would go and line up, even if it was that you were starving. Like, it's just, you have the Holy spirit in you. That's not a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, anyway, uh, with the mark though, I wanted to like, just to show people how close this is um if you've i have a highlight called mark of beast but um i have a few things in there but there's one called quantum dot tattoo that's so because like people want to grasp like okay well how does that work because like they want to like people say oh the vaccine is the mark and i'm like well it could be part of it like the not yet no not now (laughs) (laughs) in the it's like it's part of it because in, with the there's this thing called quantum dot tattoo backed by uh, Mr. Mr. Gates, and it's in your wrist, and um, it's like this little just this little square that like has like these little needles that um, implant into your wrist, but on the surface it has um, like a tattoo that has Luciferus in it that um, shines mm-hmm. through when um, when like a blue light is shined over it. That's how you can see it. So it is visible, but it's also in your skin. And this will, this thing can hold all of your information in it. It's so convenient, you know, like your ID, your um, vaccine records. That's what Bill Gates is saying. Like this is in his whole push is an easy way. This is an easy way to put on kids so that you can know their vaccine records and what they've already been. And, um, but um, but it's also a way where you can um, be administrated vaccines. Mm. So it's literally going through. So it's it's like it encompasses everything altogether. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's um, a patent that he has that's um, 2020-060606 that also yeah. goes along with it with the, with the um, cryptocurrency um, dealing with your physical activity, like um, getting yeah, it's like a blockchain. Yeah, it's gen- yeah. generating an energy. Yeah, yeah, and that goes along with it. So it's actually literally not like it can has a, it has a setup where it it you literally <laughs> can't buy or sell without it. You cannot buy or sell. Like it's just it's all it's all in one pretty package. This quantum dot tattoo, and I'm not saying that that can even be it, but like their tech, the technology, the idea is already out there. Like it's here. Yeah, and you know it, it, this interesting idea that I, I kind of wanted to hop in and kind of juxtapose the point that you had brought up, Turner, and the point that you just made, Jessica, was that they were doing genetic manipulation in order to make it so that people couldn't be saved or beings couldn't be saved back in Genesis, Yeah. right? So that technology existed. And now we have this technology, like you had just said, that is the forefront. And I want to bring up this idea that I think so often um, we may think in, in regards to John, when he's writing about these things, that he had no comprehension of how, like, he he was became this instrument and he just wrote down these things that he saw and he couldn't make sense of any of it. And he was just totally didn't, you know, basically wrote all these things down and saw everything and he couldn't comprehend it. He couldn't explain it. And he has no idea what basically what he saw or what he wrote, right. He, that he was just used, you know, that he couldn't comprehend of the technology that would be able to make all these things possible. I think that's a, a an idea that I hear fairly regularly is that he couldn't comprehend or these the 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 new testament writers couldn't comprehend a world in which you know these crazy technologies were all being invented you know around Mm -hmm. us and all this stuff and i i don't think that's the case um and kind of going back to what we had originally talked about with uh and maybe this is a little bit of a very quick refresher course and then some rosy craziness on top of it is that mm-hmm. when the when those watcher angels came down and got the women that they were going to breed with that they wanted to breed with it's it, it said in Enoch and it's alluded to in the bible as well cuz all of a sudden you have this explosion of everyone's building cities you know all these things they're building war uh, they're having wars they're making metalworking and music and all this explosion and first Enoch talks specifically that these eight, the watchers came down and traded musical instruments, uh, ways of uh, crossbreeding animals and making instruments of war and basically technology. Mm-hmm. That's what was exchanged um, in terms of that. In makeup. In makeup, exactly. <laughs> and uh, a lot of these things i i just want to take a step back and and i would posit and i believe that there was a lot of probably crazy stuff um i think there's that quote uh by arthur clark the, the science fiction writer that he said along the lines of any technology that's sufficiently advanced to a current gener- generation is seen as magic 
right? Because we can't even comprehend what we're seeing because mm -hmm. the technology is so far ahead that we see it as magic. It's magic. There's no other way. I think there is a lot of magic that t was taking place back in the Old Testament times and advanced civilizations. Babylon was an advanced civilization. Mm -hmm. They were building buildings that were getting close enough to the top of the dome that they could go storm heaven. You know, like these things were existing. These, they had these huge structures they were building. Some of them still exist that we can't recre recreate. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the roads in Rome, these intricate, you know, cities built into the sides of mountains, you know, like these crazy things that we can't do now. The pyramids, we can't, you know, yeah, yeah. we always think that, the, uh, I think I'll, I'll take a step back. I don't want to say we always think that there is this narrative that is being pushed that like these were dumb cavemen basically that couldn't comprehend technology. They didn't even have fire. They didn't even have this. I think they were way more advanced that we yeah. th than we probably are now. And yeah, I think not exist <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think a big key to that to kind of tie this all back in is I, that veil seemed to have been the veil between the, the unseen and the seen, the, the spiritual world and our world that we think is not spiritual was a lot thinner. And I think that there was a lot more of these technologies directly being used and harnessed in a spiritual manner. Mm -hmm. And all throughout from the beginning of technology, there's a spiritual aspect to it. Yeah. And all the way through, Every single um, touched by a spirit. I mean, literally a fallen yeah. angel. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to say every single, like the industrial revolution, I can't remember where I heard this or I might be talking out my butt, but um, every single increase in like a revolutionary uh, technological advancement stage is there is tons of spiritual like stuff happening at the same time. If you look at like every single huge advancement in technology there is a whole lot of occult tie-in stuff happening at the same time like what you talked about with roswell new mexico you know yeah. roswell the aliens mm -hmm. are coming right when we're having crazy advancements in technologies yeah. jack parsons too yeah. like we've talked about mm -hmm. him yeah like the, the transistor that was created uh that runs all of computers you know we i think we talked about briefly but if anyone doesn't know every microcontrollers are all transistors that technology was said to have come from aliens that was reverse engineered from roswell like that's the that's the story is it really yeah i didn't know that so anyway i'll take a step back. which we don't we know they're not aliens yeah and that's what like um that's another reason we're in days like noah because back then they had advanced technology that you know no one talks about because everybody's believing the evolution lie of mm -hmm. you know, dumb dumb cavemen but they they were technology they were advanced and that was that was part of it is um that was that was another mark of the days of noah and that is why that like our days are like the days of noah as well like that's just another proof that like this is this isn't this yeah. and back with like you're saying like satan was there like this is not his first go around mm -hmm. he knows the steps already yeah 
and it, he knows wrath is coming. It's almost like Genesis 6 was like a dry run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had his Nimrod, you know, his Antichrist figure. He had, you know, uh, the whole th- – th- Yeah. But, it, it was to stop the first coming, and now it's yeah. trying to stop the second coming. Yeah. 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 And um, – Yeah, good point. Yeah. Another um, lie that I forgot to – like, it's a pretty big one, the big one um, – that I forgot to mention about like, you know, the whole beast system and the um, Babylon and getting the mark is, is the, the biggest enticement is what I believe he will offer is what he, I mean, what he will lie. The Antichrist will lie and offer his eternal life. Um, and eternally come with me, take my mark, eternally live with me in this kingdom of Babylon. And we can do this forever. And, um, because he's a, the mimicker of God in everything. And um, right now we're seeing, you know, huge advancements in, um, <clears throat> you know, slowing down age and all of this stuff. Well, what I'll say is like air quotes advancements, because we know, um, according to scripture, no one can live past the age 120 until, until the thousand year reign. No one has and since Noah. Noah was 120 I think no, he was not. He was not 120 after he after the yeah, flood. Was, God said um, that people couldn't live past 120, and no one on record has since. There's been this one person that they're and but it's there's so much scandal behind it, and nobody can confirm their the person's records. Is that that Chinese lady? I forget. Yeah, I think it was Chinese. Yeah. So I saw a report on it. You know, the, the, the way that that Chinese person was, they're going to the dark side of the moon. I mean, if, <laughs> you know, China's got all that crazy technology. So obviously right. all their people are living to right. 120. 300 years. Yeah, 300 years. Right. Yeah. But so um, like, uh, what's his face? Um, Jeff. Bezos. Bezos. He's, you know, he just invested into um you know finding a way to to have eternal life and everything like it's just like there's this huge move to do that and like it's on so it's like the forefront of people's minds yeah and and i feel like that's another thing that's like gaining the lie that's gaining traction like um oh we've all been searching for this and all have been working towards this eternal life and now this guy has it yeah he's gonna promise it based mm-hmm. on the transhumanist <laughs> yeah. technology. And, and you see it in the predictive program programming of, you know, Hollywood. And I've said that before, above, I think in the last episode, maybe that um, I believe that Hollywood is because, because Satan has to um, mimic everything mm-hmm. that God does and he needs his own prophecy. And I see that being Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how he's getting out his own prophecies, but there's this um, show called, um, upload where they're, I think it's Amazon. Um, they're literally uploading consciences into, um, computers. And it's funny cause you know, the Christians in Hollywood, um, the Christian characters in Hollywood are always portrayed as like these ridiculous people. But, um, okay. the, the one Christian is in there is saying, Oh, this is blasphemy. And they're all like kind of rolling their eyes. Like, um, this is this is just another advancement you know like you're living in the dark ages kind of thing mm-hmm. um, 
but like you you choose your heaven and live forever in a virtual reality in your mind consciousness in yeah. in, in a metaverse really mm-hmm. and um anyway so there's just this there's this push towards like this is kind of the next step and this is kind of where we're going you don't have to die um but live forever in a computer <laughs> you know, <laughs> a robot <laughs> yeah you know, you know that's really interesting that I, I just kind of made this connection um with this idea that we've been saying that ai is demons they're talking to demons uh mm-hmm. like I, I don't know if chat gpt is the name of some demon or if that you know stands for gargamel or you know whatever you know <laughs> like i don't i don't know if you're directly talking to one specific one i don't not necessarily saying that um <laughs> but it's just interesting that there is some people might hear this and go that's totally crazy ai is technology it's not real how can there be some spiritual aspect to any of this stuff mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the fact that you had just mentioned and ray kurzweil talked about this he was the, a bit one of the leading transhumanist futurist guys he's been talking about he's also you know the side point ray curls a while i I can't remember exactly what it was but he's a a freak he's like some sexual freak and one of the things he wanted to talk about was i want to be my consciousness uploaded so i could be like a he's (laughs) i don't i don't i don't want to exactly use the phrase that he said but along the lines of like, I want to be some like sexy cat girl who's like fourteen. <laughs> you know, like it was something really weird. Like that's what that's who the the leading uh, the the pastors, the high <laughs> bishops in the church of uh, you know futurism and transhumanism is uh, you know you're all that little weird you know gay twink guy, and then you have. Kurzweil, who's like some weird freak, you know, like those, these are the guys that are in the church of transhumanism, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of overlooking the fact that they think that they can upload their consciousness, which they think is the being, the essence of what a human is Mm -hmm. into technology. So they, they're, they're saying right there. That what makes yeah. the spiritual part of a person, we can capture that and put it into technology. So mm-hmm. the bad guys think that they, they're, they're assuming that this that there is a spiritual yeah. aspect to technology. Yeah. And it's the it, it's the, Yeah, you may not think it, but they do. Right. They do. <laughs> so all we're saying is like, yeah, that's they do. We should think that way too, because it's true. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. uh funny. And I, I just I briefly talked about this one time before but i I just want to throw this in with the um this riff about uh technology having a spiritual aspect to it from the beginning talked about the transistor coming out of roswell the whole series of what our entire digital computers and analog computers and every kind of basic technological backbone is binary code, which is the zeros and ones. Have you ever seen, you know, the matrix to zeros and ones and all that stuff was bait was created by um, this 17th century philosopher and mathematician, uh, got Gottfried Leibniz. And he invented the binary system that was based on the I Ching, which 
is <laughs> a ninth century divination manual. So it's a Confucianism, like from the start, the very basis. I just I want to make an announcement right now. I'm becoming Amish. We will no longer be doing this podcast. I'm done with anything with digital technology. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think, and there, sorry, there's this other point that you pointed out that's very interesting that ties in when God says, you know, after Noah, day, man's days are going to be numbered 120. And he also forbids uh, the drinking of blood, right? And there's this idea that is all throughout, uh, like Peterson talks about it, I think Heidegger talks about it, all of the people that talk about the Watchers is the Watchers were known as cannibals and the giants were cannibals and they were eating human flesh, drinking the blood. Yeah. And there's always this idea in the biblical sense of the blood being the life force. There's some sustaining part to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to wrap it up with this is that what do you see all these billionaires doing Mm -hmm. is paying for young people's blood to be put into transfused theirs, transfused into yeah. in order mm-hmm. to try to defy aging. So I think that is also something well, that came down. So. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Jessica. No, no, you're the guest. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it was like my other point to um, like, yes, yes to all of that. Like there's, there's, um, so much going on with um, cannibalism mm-hmm. that's being pushed right now. And I've talked about it on my page and that's why I'm just like, Oh yes, <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about is that that's, uh, that's what I believe is also another mark of the days of Noah is they were eating people and that is becoming like um, modernized and well, and you know, um, drinking the blood. But um, right now it's um, like going down the line it, around 1948 like they started putting it in like um it's it's the idea like okay soylent green like mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. started in, and then um and now it's like becoming romanticized like there's like a love story of cannibalism oh. in hollywood and um and now there's like um uh this company it, i don't think it's gotten off the ground yet or anything but they're making sausage meat out of um, celebrities yeah. DNA. What? Yeah. So they're growing yeah. it like it lab can, grown. You can eat a celebrity and have them with you Ooh. forever. Um, that's it's, disgusting. It's disgusting. And then um, there's also this other one that's um, eating, like um, donating your. And it's it's, it's interesting because this website says, and I can't even I can't even mention this website or anything about it on Instagram, or I will get flagged. Like this is it's misinformation, um, fact checkers um nightmare but it's um and i'm forgetting like the actual website now but it's because they talk about it just being art but um you literally can um donate your body to be eaten um and it provides a hundred meals or something like that and um it's a literal website of and it's like when you go into like the fine print of the website it's like oh this is just this this website is just art it's but it's oh, actually man. world hunger, but um, anyway. So this is this is where I feel like it's going to be going. Like just how modernized and sterile and clean um, our baby sacrificing is in Planned mm-hmm. Parenthood. This is just going to be like that too. Like it's going to be this like let's save the earth, modernized like because everything is for Mother Earth, right? Yeah. Like that is 
that is their God, climate change and um, saving the climate. And um, that is another mark of the days we're living in. But there's also this predictive programming um, like um, in Hollywood about, you know, do you guys remember? I don't know if you guys know, um, like the death, death becomes her movie. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Hearing about it. Living forever, but they're like, they, um, they're like falling apart. Like yeah. they're, they're taping their body parts together, but they're, they're young. <laughs> <laughs> they're drinking this certain potion. Mm. And like, you see this in so many movies of, um, youth, mm-hmm. um, you know, sucking up the souls, like in um, Hocus Pocus, or um, there was another one, Stardust. Um, I forget that whole premise, but but there's a, like this um, common notion of of that's that's eternal life. Yeah, and that's where I feel like there it will be tied to Babylon and the end times. And there's this verse in Revelation nine nine where it says, um, you know, these uh, scorpion-like creatures will be coming out of the depths and mm. and um, I think it's for five months that this will happen yep. and um, they will wish wish for death and it and um, will seek for seek death and cannot find it and I and not okay like and this is not you know this is this is Jessica talking not Bible um, but what if we get to this certain point where like people are hanging on to life because of like their influx of, of the youth blood or, you know, whatever they, whatever Jeff Bezos finds for eternal life. And, um, so it's hard. So they can't die. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I I wasn't sure. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, tying this back to, uh, Genesis in the tree, one of the uh, one of the reasons that God forbid um, Adam and Eve from eating the the tree of uh, life was that if they had eaten, so it, they yeah. had to be banished out of the garden because it, when now they're in a fallen state, if they had eaten from the tree of life, they would have had everlasting life in a fallen state, and then. Mm-hmm. be unable to be redeemed. So well, that's the same kind of thinking, I, I think, like what exactly what you're talking about. I, I totally jive with that is, so you have these people that have the mark, they have this genetic <laughs> manipulation where they're incorruptible. And now, you know, maybe it's like a, a moment of bright, you know, they're that is turned on. They're not able to be, you know, just another, I'm just tying it back to the, the, yeah, yeah. another biblical narrative that, uh, lines up so well with that. Exactly. It's all, all the yeah. pieces coming together. Like we're seeing all come together. Yeah. <laughs> and there's all, it's always the same things, right? It's always like, uh, cannibalism, sexual morality, you know, hurting, hurting kids, yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. idolatry. It's like the same, like three or four things. Every, those are like the markers, like the calling cards of, you know, if I see something that seems like, oh, yeah, uh, they're selling now, you know, lab grown meat. And, and I saw some article, oh, we won't be we won't be eating cows in 10 right. years because the, all of the meat will be lab grown. I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, you know, that as soon as I saw that, like a red flag, 
mm-hmm. you know, in my spirit, this is not good. Something's wrong here. Even if I couldn't, you know, pinpoint it, but it connects with the cannibalism thing because even though it's veiled and done in some lab or whatever, it's not like I hunted down some guy and then, you know, filleted him. Scalped him. Yeah, <laughs> put him over a fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, or wrecked on an airplane and had to, you know, decide which guy we were going to eat, you know. <laughs> Remember yeah. that movie that came out years ago about yeah. the soccer team or whatever? <laughs> My brother in Christ. That was not a, a movie. That was a real life. It event. was. It was. But I mean, <laughs> but most people know the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a movie. You know, it's kind of in the same way of some more predictive programming. I ju- just thinking of this of the idea of zombies is. Mm-hmm. They're flesh eating. Mm-hmm. Like there's can't there, undead. <laughs> yeah, the, these undead that they the flesh eating. Um, I don't know that they're in you, the brain. You know, is what controls everything. So their their mind <laughs> is given over, but their body is still alive. But it's mm-hmm. um, it's just another you know wave in the predictive programming of that that stuff of the zombie craze popping up as well. Exactly. It's all tied into it. The um, Santa Clarita diet show. Did you guys watch that? Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I, I'm familiar of the concept, but not. Yeah. Haven't seen it. yeah, it's just, it's, it's a uh, funny, but it's like, you know, she's eating and, and drinking humans because she got this bug and um, what? it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy <laughs> and it's entertainment. And that's, I, I actually mentioned it um, on Instagram the other day. Like it was just another predictive programming and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is just a, a comedy show. Um, uh, and I'm so sad. They're not making a new season. It has nothing to do with like what you're saying. I'm like, that's, that's what it is. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're being entertained. like that's exactly what predictive program. Like it's like, it's getting your brain. Yeah. Condi- it's condi- it's conditioning you to accept it. Yeah, this is just entertainment. That was the word I was thinking of. Conditioning? Yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. An All right. hour ago. <laughs> An hour ago, yeah. yeah. I did have um, one more point about graphene. Yes. Yes, please. That was kind of like my wrap-up point. But um, uh, if, if you don't know what graphene is, it's like it's, it's a certain type of metal. Um is the lightest, strongest, thinnest, and best heat and electricity conducting material out there. Mm-hmm. And they're all excited about this. And they're saying that this is just going to be just as familiar and used as um, the lead in pencils. Like that's how excited they're about graphene. Mm-hmm. And it's um, something that I can't even say the word on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, I don't, and I, Actually, I do have a video where I didn't say the word and everybody's, I had a video of it. Like, um, it's pulse, it's metal and it's like have, has magnetic pulls. So like it, um, pulses with like vibrations and radio waves and, and all this stuff. So you can actually see it dancing in one of my videos. Mm -hmm. And, um, anyway, um, it's, um, it looks like kind of reminds me of flubber. Remember flubber? Um, but, but black, but, um, anyway, there's, there's, um, talk that this was in the vaccine mm-hmm. and, um, there's a lot of, of talk actually about it. And there's a lot 
but I, but I believe there's a lot to be said about how true that, you know, some of what some of these conspiracy theories are, are saying about it. Um, because I see that there's clouds now that are black mm -hmm. and that are now black instead of just white. And yes. my personal opinion is that I believe that they are spraying our clouds, our, our skies with graphene now. And um, it is the best, it's one of the best conductors, like it, it um, because of the metal and it's, it's like it's a huge microwave now and not yeah. just the 5G towers, but now it's like you can, you can bounce off, um, um, you know, cell phone waves and stuff with in the skies, mm -hmm. like, and so it's like, and talking about it's the one of the best heat conductors, and we're and global warming is our fault, right? Right, right yeah. They're literally painting our skies with graphene, but but also the reason why um, I'm mentioning it that like it's in the vaccine is because I believe that, that this is also going to be um, something they use for what they are actually pushing for is um, 6G towers like we will be the antennas mm -hmm. because we will have this in us and they're actually pushing this as a good thing like this is like this is how convenient is it when when the hot spot is you you know right um anyway there's i feel like there's a lot of dangerous stuff around the graphene thing but um i i believe it's even more dangerous even more um um, when it comes to the end times, because I see it as also being part of this demonic influence AI situation. Mm -hmm. You look at this movie. I don't know if y'all, I, I recommended it to y'all last time, but it's called Moonfall. And yeah. it came out in 2022, I believe. But um, it's about, you know, they're, they're going to, I forget, they're going to go save the moon or something. I don't know. But they're out there. And there's this um, out in space and there's this um, uh, mass of black that's intelligent <laughs> and it's um, attracted to their waves of their, their spaceship. So they have to turn it off. And I and so like it, it looks like graphene. Yeah. Like it looks like how graphene moves and um turns out um, spoiler alert sorry guys but um this is artificial they say in the movie it's artificial intelligence and it used to be a part of our whole world and mm. um kicked it out of the world our world because it got too um intelligent and it was starting to take over and then um like a, a good ai took it over or something like that. And now it lives in the moon. But that was the whole premise is that like this, like your mind blows when you, when you know this stuff, when you know prophecy and you know, you know, this, this was 2022. Like this is literally like what they're trying to push. Yeah. And like graphene literally moves the way it moved in, in, in the movie. And they're literally calling it artificial intelligence. Like this is, exactly man all of this and you see i've seen it on music videos with like billy mm -hmm. eilish um and i did the black goo post uh, about all of that yeah there, it's everywhere this black goo the blob that was the blob yep it started there <laughs> <laughs> that old movie <laughs> that was 1950s or 40 yes. 47 48 somewhere in there 
it all started back then. Mm-hmm. And it ate men. It ate it, men. It, it ate, Literally, yeah, it was just it, gobble them. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Painful. Yeah. I do have to say that I disavow you because, uh, Jessica, I'm sorry. Hmm? You made it sound like black clouds were not as good as white clouds. And <laughs> I am not a racist. I welcome all of the black clouds in the sky. They're just... Black clouds matter, man. Black clouds matter. You know, grab... <laughs> okay, just, so I, gotta, I gotta tell you, though, because, like, um, you know, there's still... There's, there's so many on my page. There's, be, like... Um, me talking about black clo- clouds, like the black fake clouds, and someone's like, um, "Oh yes, graphene," or someone else is like, "What clouds are fake?" Like, like so. There's a <laughs> range of people. Yes. But if, if none of that makes sense to you, please go to my climate highlight. I, I, I uh-huh. all about it. Um, talk all about the chemtrails, like these. Uh, the lines in the sky are not real clouds. Um, right. Um, and they're actually stuff that is sprayed and it's making us sick. And, um, but ne- that's been going on for a long time, the, the chemtrails. But now I had mentioned that I saw a black one and now I'm getting so many messages of so many people w- giving me pictures of the black clouds they're seeing too. Oh, really? Wow. Like this is newer. Like this black cloud thing is newer. Yeah. And, um, my, my good friend in Franklin, um, she, um, has this, uh, air doctor. Y'all know what that is? Mm-hmm. Like it, it cleans the air. Yeah. Um, oh. but anyway. <laughs> it's like a filter, air filter system. <laughs> yeah. filter. Oh, yeah. I thought it was some like hippie thing. It's like, oh, that's my air doctor. That's my nose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's just stuff that, like, you know, crunchy moms like. They get expensive air doctors to clean their house. But um, just kidding. I'm sure it does great things. They need those <laughs> in their Berkeys or whatever yeah. they're called, the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so she had the door open and um, her front door open. And then um, her air doctor went off like crazy. And so she went to Cool Lake seat and she peered out outside and she saw a black stripe a black cloud wow. he just like made a mental and like oh that was strange while she was like dealing with her air doctor and she closed the door and it was within that week that all of the plants in that room died whoa like this is this stuff is no joke like and it's like it, graphene like even if because you know they're not going to say it's graphene and they're gonna if i say anything about it online they're gonna shut me down and like right. all of this like they did with chemtrails and now they're saying, Oh, it's geoengineering and we're actually doing this. Like, yeah. like it can come out and say it eventually what they're doing and they spin it for the good. So eventually they, they will say like, Oh, this, these are actually what this is. And it's for your good. It's for your convenience for your cell phone. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what could be the harm? Inhaling graphene. Yes. Yeah. Horrible for that's you. What, that's what I was going to say. What could be the harm of inhaling nanotechnology that's metal? <laughs> oh, it's awful. My, my lungs can handle that. They're probably putting it in with the vapes. <laughs> they're putting it in the vapes. You're I'm already surprised. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Probably are. I mean, they're pushing that on kids now. So, vapes? Yeah. Hmm. It can't be good good news, y'all. But yeah. and, and that's the thing. It's like I don't want people to... Like whenever I say stuff like that, people like get frantic and... and um, panic um but 
having hope and faith in the Lord and know that we're going to be out of here soon. Um, there like, but we're not promised to go through, not go through bad things in the meantime. And this is, this is one of them. And it, it like, I have been, um, on and off sick for, for a month now and it's really frustrating and I'm like just you know up at the clouds all <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna get I'm a picturing that uh, that Simpsons meme where it's like the newspaper of uh, Grandpa Simpson right. and it's like old man yells at cloud <laughs> 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 truth or woman y- yells at cloud, yells at cloud. <laughs> This girl out in the country. <laughs> You're gonna the next time Jessica's on with us, she's gonna be wearing like a bio suit, like one of, like, <laughs> yes. like boy in a bubble type thing. Yeah, it'll be like Poly Shore, like the biodome. Everything. Oh yeah, the house. There's a predictive program right there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um, also, I think I forget who he. Someone was fired that um, came out and said that the AI he was ta- he was um, playing with or um, helping with was was actually um, what do you call it Sent- sentient sentient yeah I read that yeah, um, yeah. and was... of course he was, like being called crazy and yeah. are you talking about the the AI yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was... guy Google was it it was Google I think right yeah I yeah. think so. Yeah, he came. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I saw yeah. it. I can't. I, 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 it, it's so weird. I, I don't know if you feel if you guys feel this way, but I just feel like every single day there's like three or four new. It used to be like a year ago. It was like, oh, this is this is kind of happening right now, and we talk about it for a week or two and kind of figure it out, decipher it. Now it's <laughs> like three things in one day. No, I can't keep up. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's insane how it's literally speeding up. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, it sounds almost biblical. <laughs> <laughs> almost like birth pains. Weird. Mm, right. Are we crowning yet? <laughs> <laughs> we in tra- we're in transition. Yeah. That's what <laughs> yeah, I think we are in transition. That's definitely been happening. Yeah. And I think you you had a great point there at the at the end there, Jessica. And we should probably just kind of end on this focus, which is important, is that that and Rosie, you alluded to this as well, is that God is completely in control, mm-hmm. and you want to, at this point in your life right now, if you're hearing all of this and it puts you in a state of a state of unsettledness in your spirit or your heart, you want to turn to Him. Mm-hmm. And if you've never trusted in Him, then you want to trust in Him for salvation, and you want to call out on Him and ask Him to cleanse you and to make your life right with Him, and then go forward in faith with Him. And he will give you this Holy Spirit. It's the promise. And that that Holy Spirit will give you the peace and the joy and all of those things that are promised in Scripture that come with knowing and being connected and, and as Jessica said, sealed by him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have trusted in him, then just turn back to him again and fresh and new and just, you know, appeal your life to him and and, and just refresh your, your – renew your, you know um, – your surrenderedness to him and trust in him and understand that he's a good God. He's wise. He's perfect in all of his timing, the way that he works. And, um, and that means that the last days, the end times are perfect in the way that they're going to play out. And he has his bride that he's concerned about. And our great hope, which this is my favorite thing is that we have the rapture. Exactly. That is our great hope. And, 
the scripture actually tells us that we should remind each other of these things because that is what brings us joy, you know? And encourage each other with this. That's right. Yeah. It encourages us. When I think about it, I get encouraged. I, I have a um a woman that I'm friends with and she's just a amazing woman of God. She's in her late eighties and um just a saint. And I talk to her on the phone every I don't know, every couple weeks and um she was in the church that I used to pastor in and we talk and she gets, she's going through a lot. Her husband has, you know, dementia. There's just a lot going on. She, her, both of their health is, you know, they're older. And I just always try and point her back to the rapture. I'm always like, Hey, we're really close. Like <laughs> it could be today. Like we might not even end this phone call. <laughs> like, you know, it's true, but it's true. I'm not even lying. It's not like I'm blowing smoke. Mm -hmm. This is like legit. And mm -hmm. um, and it always encourages her and brings her back, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. a verse. Um, pray. People, people call us escapists. Yeah. Right. And it says in Luke 21, 36, um, that, uh, so keep watch at all times. And... Um, and pray that you might be strong enough to escape these coming horrors and mm. stand before the Son of Man. Um, the Bible says that I can pray to be escaped. Right, yeah. So, be an escapist, because the Bible says I can be. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, it's so true. The the same thing, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, but all of the attributes that you had just talked about God, overall, he's loving. Yeah. Which, and... You alluded to the bride of Christ. If anyone is listening that doesn't know what that means, that is us. We are the ch the church. We are Jesus's bride. He has gone to prepare a place. And if he hadn't done so, would he not be telling us that he was going to <laughs> prepare a place? That's what he says. And that he's going to come back. Mm -hmm. And um, the biggest thing, and just to throw in another metaphor to the anti-rapture people is if we are jesus's bride um and we are waiting for the wedding day that that hasn't come when we're going to be with him eternally um would would you would it make sense for a loving god to come back and just beat the crap out of his wife right. you know what i mean right. like that's what people who are saying you know, if if you don't believe in a rapture, then you believe that a loving God is going to allow either allow his wife, but for the you know while they're waiting to get married, yeah, to just get the crap beat out of her, and that's loving. Right. I I don't think that I don't think that really jives. You know what I mean <laughs> with the language, and I'm just using a very literal metaphor of yeah. the literal language that is being used. I don't think that's very loving. Um, yeah. We're not, for, we're not meant for wrath and all it, it is from wrath. The first half is the the wrath of the lamb. The second is the wrath of the, the yeah. lion. And it's just, it's all wrath. And we're not, we're not, we're not for God's wrath. Yeah. yeah. Period. And amen. And even if the, you know, to be a, a final thing, even if the rapture doesn't come, uh, you, but if we die before the rapture happens. Right, right. That's even better, right? Yeah, <laughs> like we get to be with Jesus better. Right. The worst thing that can happen, and uh, I mean, and we still get to experience the rapture, yeah, because we get resurrected, right? But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like all this stuff of 
being this, this is just basically i'll just say this is where i'm at it's like it just got overwhelming i looked at it i'm like satan's doing the same thing at all of our yeah i don't care about all the drag queen like everything's gay everything's becoming <laughs> you know killing babies it's, yeah. it's the same stuff it's the same stuff that the devil's yeah. been doing from the beginning and yeah i'm super like i'm ingesting microplastics and graphene and all of this stuff like yeah it's in my body and whatever at the worst of it is i get to die and go be with jesus like it's not <laughs> i, I, I I'm enjoying the company of my friends. That's right. I'm enjoying the time that it is. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be concerned with this stuff, but I mean, at the at the end of the day, like, enjoy your friends. Enjoy yeah. the things that matter. Uh, that God be the person that God called you to be, which is loving one another and encouraging and walking through these things. Like you had said, Jessica, we're all in this together, and um, yeah, that's that's what we're meant to be. Right. We're, we're not we, we yeah. weren't we're not supposed to be a glum lot you know what i mean we should we have the good news we that's should right. be happy and that's right and we're doing exactly what a watcher would do which is yeah. to point out hey <laughs> yeah. i see this i see that and that's the joy of what our ministries yeah absolutely are, are about so yeah well jessica is there anything else that you want to share uh as we wrap this thing up, it's been an hour and 48 minutes. Can you believe it? Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. We can still go on. Trust me. I could yeah. go on. I, know, I feel like I could go on, especially when we're talking about rapture. Like there's yeah. so much, but um, wrapping it up with just um, re re saying Daniel uh, 12, four, I got the verse out. Um, Gabriel just gave Daniel all of this prophecy um, and about the end times and about revelation. You cannot understand revelation without understanding Daniel. Yeah. And, um, and it has not all happened yet. A lot of people think, Oh, it's already like been done. No, this is anyway. So, um, 12, four, but you, Daniel shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Mm-hmm. Gabriel, telling Daniel exactly when this um, this book would be of use. This mm-hmm. These prophecies would be of use. And those were the times, and these are the times we're living in. And I got my Bible prophecy timeline to show you um, mm-hmm. that um, in these last hundred years um, are severely different than ever before. People say, oh, um, it was people thought it was the end times in World War One. I'm like, yeah, yes, World War Two, yes. Like, because that, like it was not that far long long right. ago. Like um, anyway, so my whole encouragement and um, but also like I hope I set a fire under some Christians. Yeah. Wake up, messing around. Stop, stop thinking that oh, the, like what we say is conspiracy. Yeah. Um, and start studying scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. None of this is a coincidence. All of the uh, all of the puzzle pieces are coming together, mm-hmm. and um, we are seeing every single day just how literal Revelation is. Um, just as God has always fulfilled prophecy, literally eighty percent of prophecy has already been fulfilled, and it was all literal. Mm-hmm. So the twenty percent will be literal. Um, anyway, <laughs> study prophecy. <laughs> Go 
and use it as a tool to spread the gospel because he gave this as a tool. We are, we are the only, we're the only belief system that has a God that gave us prophecy and has had it fulfilled exactly mm-hmm. and, and told you like, not to not to stick your head in the ground and ignore it and be like, oh, we're not supposed to focus on that. And like, no, this is a gift w- was given to, as a tool to use to spread the gospel. And what are you doing with the gift that he's given us? Mm-hmm. Are you ignoring it? Are you, right. sm- are you mocking and scoffing it? Because that's prophecy too, and you do not want to be on that side of prophecy. <laughs> that's right. Um, Amen. Or are you using it to spread the gospel? Anyway, that's my <laughs> that's my <Perfect>. ending. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's always so much fun. Yeah. And you'll be back with us again. Yeah. We know that already, so that's good. <laughs> I love doing this, y'all. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's fun. And it's funny, man. My, uh, just I don't believe in coincidences at all. Yeah. And just the, the way that the Lord has just had his hand on Rosie and I and this, everything that we've been doing over the last four years mm-hmm. and how he's brought people right into you know, our lives at the right times. Mm-hmm. Even someday Rosie's wife will be brought into <laughs> <laughs> at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> We're always, we always got to throw that in for him. He would like to find his wife before the rapture. So we, that may have to happen quicker than. Well, hurry up then. <laughs> yeah. It's on God. I think <laughs> it ain't for a Rosie not trying <laughs> anyways. All right. Well, thank you, Jessica. We will talk to you very soon. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we'll put all your connections in, in our show notes so that people can uh, find your Bible timeline and your Instagram and all of that. So yeah. did awesome. you want to? No, I was just going to say Jessica, stay up. Oh, yeah. Stay on the line after we <laughs> hang up here. All right, cool. Well, everybody, thank you guys once again for another episode of All Out War. I love you. Yes. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. If you had a blast, then we'd love to have you back for another episode. So please subscribe and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Out War Podcast or on Twitter at AOWcast. These episodes are also available on YouTube unless they contain a little too much truth. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.